You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, this is Mike with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, we uh, shoot straight, we, we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. And it's another FinFans Podcast. You know, <laughs> Lewis, last night uh, we finally got to watch a football game. Yes, finally. It's here. Or a scrimmage. I mean, however you look at it. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it, to me, it, it was fun. Uh, the first half was fun. The second half kind of got a little boring, but the first half was fun. Um, I, you know, they had a bunch of guys sit out last night. Uh, Albert Wilson sat out. Obviously, Xavier Howard sat out. Uh, Will Fuller sat out. Brandon Jones, Alan Hearns, Vince Beagle, Devontae Parker. Liam Eikenberg, Jalen Phillips, Emmanuel Ogma, and Byron Jones. Now, you know, if I asked you who our best players were, you would probably answer most of those names. So it's obvious that that they were they going into last night's game just trying to keep everybody healthy and, uh, and get through it. Now, with that, uh, Tua played, and I thought he had, I don't want to say a phenomenal game, but I thought he had a better than average game. Uh, up until that last throw. Yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, 9 of 12, 99 yards. The interception is concerning. Um, he, he threw a nice pass down by the goal line at, to Hollins that got us down to the one, and then we weren't able to punch it in. But he had some nice throws. I mean, the one to Gesicki uh, that went for big yardage, he had plenty of time to throw. He was able to set his feet, you know, just throw a nice timing pass, a little bit of touch on it. It had all the things you wanted to see. It was a perfect pass. He hit him right in stride. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about Kosicki. What was nice about that play was the offensive line gave him time to stand back there and just wait and yes, throw it, yes. you know? Yep. You know, you don't see that too often with our line. So that was good to see. It was absolutely. Unfortunately, they didn't. They didn't stay that consistent throughout the game. But uh, especially on the left side, the left side I think had a had a had a struggle last night with the Bears line, Jackson and uh, Kindley. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who was playing right tackle. I think it was Davis. He was struggling a bit too, Mike. Um, you know, I got a couple phone calls during the game. <laughs> Talking about well, I, I you know with comments about how yeah, how, how badly he played, he played a he lot sucks. better than the left side did. Let me put it that way. People yeah. just have a thing for Davis, but uh, yeah, that is what it is. I think the the biggest takeaway uh, for me last night was their inability to run. That's something that's really concerning. Yeah, there there were no holes. Um, there was a lot of penetration. There there were missed blocks. I mean, the third down. The third down run, I mean, I, I don't understand what our offensive line, why they're trying to run off tackle anyway from the one-yard line. I mean, we lost three yards on the play. Um, a weak side linebacker came right through unblocked. And um, even if he wasn't unblocked, I'm not so sure he would have gotten in there. Um, you know, I, I, I talk about this all the time. I like the quick hitters, you know, down by the goal line, even to a possibly sneaking it in just something quick you know it, it, when something takes you you don't have Earl Campbell back there and you don't have that type of running Barry Sanders you know running off tackle at the one yard line is not the easiest thing to do and Malcolm Brown probably wasn't a good choice for that um 
if you're going to do that, maybe you put Gaskins in the game to where he can bounce it outside. You know, he has the speed to do that. So I, I didn't necessarily agree with the uh, play call. But, you know, taking that away for, you know, taking that out of the picture, yeah, you're absolutely right. The offensive line just did not do a very good job at all. I mean, it, it's interesting because Ahmed and uh, Gaskins actually did have a decent amount of yardage. And, uh, you know, per, their per carry um, number was very good as well for both of those guys. So there were times where they did do a good job of blocking. I just don't know if it was the first team that was in there when those things were yeah, taking place. Exactly. You know, uh, well, it may have been late in their stay, but uh, you know, I don't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't go back and look, but uh, right. I just felt like you know, you, you know, get you get down to the goal line, you got to get that ball in. You know, you've got to find a way to get that ball in, and uh, that's the way you win. You know, and absolutely, and, and obviously we didn't win. Not that it really matters, but you know, the point is. You want the guys to play to win. And, uh, you know, we've got to see a little more push by that line. And, and Jackson needs to do a better job. He, he just needs to do a better job. That's a, a top first-round pick. Uh, you want more from your left tackle. Uh, the guard, you know, Kinley, uh, that's, there's other issues with him. I, I, I personally think he's too heavy, but I don't know what the coaches feel about him. I just know that he lost his starting job to uh, Eichenberg and then was kind of giving it back. And, and I don't know. We'll see what happens as, as we go forward. Yep. A couple of weeks left here. So. Yep. Yep. And, and, and look, it's good that everybody's getting work uh, because, you know, you never know. You're one injury away from having to go out and play. So. You know, I'm glad they're getting everybody involved, and uh, and they're playing. They're yeah. playing for yeah. you know more than. I mean, I listen. I we talked about this last week. You know, I like the fact that Tua stood in as long as he did, and yes. the offensive line did. Uh, they need the work. They all need the work. They, they that offensive line. 110% needs the work, um, you know, as much as they can get in the preseason. You don't want to go into New England um, with the offensive line just not not being where they should be. And the only way they're going to get there is by getting these reps in game competition. And, um, you know, they didn't show us an awful lot yesterday. But you had something else, Mike? I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, you know, Jackson tends to get pushed around. And that's that's right. my issue with him. It's one thing if you get, you know, you get beat and, you you know, you, you do your best. But sometimes he looks really weak out there. Uh, I mean, there was one play where he just got thrown aside, you know, and that's, you don't want to see that, you know, you want to see him, if you're going to lose the battle, at least offer some resistance before you lose it. Right. And, and Mike, I think it was collectively across the line. I mean, I know you're, you know, you're on Jackson right now. He is a number one pick. We expect a little bit more out of him, but um, across that line, I mean, as I mentioned, you know, down by the goal line, I mean, somebody just missed a block. I mean, yep. that weak side linebacker came in and just blew the play up. And I mean, that's, you know, that's somebody else's situation. That's not Jackson's issue. No, no. Um, and, and I'm not referring to his uh, run game. I'm referring to his pass protection. Oh, the pass protection. Yes. Yeah, that's a whole other, you know, that's a whole other avenue that we can go down. But Mike, 
you know, again, you know, I hate to harp on this, but, you know, our glaring weakness is is going to be the offensive line. I mean, across the board. I mean, we have a couple other positions that we feel we may have been not be. And I'll tell you what, you know, we talked about the corner position and and uh, they look uh, good last night. And yes. boy, I'll tell you what, Needham and, and Iggy, all of those guys made plays yesterday. Yep. They, they got challenged and, and everybody across the board was on top of their guys. I mean, they were blanketing yep, all that of was, the bear That was good receivers. to see. All you want to see now is some consistency. 110%. So, you know, again, I don't want to harp on this, but you had Sewell there. You knew that we needed help across that offensive line. That's a necessity as far as I'm concerned, okay? When you draft a receiver in the top 10, you know, that's that's not a necessity. It just isn't. That that's basically you know, you're, you're you're getting a player that could be dynamic, there's no question about it, but there's a difference between a luxury and a necessity. And on this football team, I felt that the offensive tackle position was the way to go right there. There's just so few. I mean, and we've well, both well, talked about well, this. Yeah, no, we did. And and I agree with you, but I'm thinking that either they didn't like Sewell or right. they felt like they can work Jackson along to where he'll be serviceable. Yeah, but we've still got another tackle position. And, you know, I'm not thrilled with Jesse Davis. You know, I mean, that that that's the problem. As a whole, I don't think he's your long-term answer there, and I don't think they think that. I think eventually it's going to be Eichenberger, or or they'll find a tackle. Um, there were rumors last week that they were looking to trade for a tackle. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck with that. I yeah, mean, well, you know, that's not you know it. it whatever you're going to get in trade, you're going to either have to give up a ton to get. Yep. And why is he being traded when it's such an important position? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Mike, you know, wide receivers coming out of the drafts every year, there is an abundance of really, really, really good wide receivers. When it comes to that offensive tackle and even guard and center, I mean, it's a priority on your football team. And you had one sitting right there for the taking, and we passed on it. And this is not a knock against what we did with drafting Waddell, you know. But with with all that being said, you know, I mean, let's just hope it's not a glaring issue for the rest of the season because, uh, you know, I I just feel that they should have went a different route right there. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to get crazy after, you know, the, the first no, preseason game. No, of course game, not. Of you know? course not. Uh, we've seen far worse first first preseason games. Uh, right. You know, <laughs> they're generally not very exciting games. And I thought uh, they were disciplined last night for the most part. I, I mm-hmm. thought they played fairly well for a preseason game. Uh, you know, up until, you know, the scrubs came in anyway. Well, Mike Fields was running all over us and he was passing all over us and it and it came against a lot of the second second right. tier guys second string guys so when we went into this football game and you're watching you know the first half as a whole and you're seeing most of the starters in on both sides of the football we we were very prepared. I mean, you can see that on both sides of the football. I mean, the offensive line didn't out. I mean, not the the offense as a whole did a very good job moving the football. They didn't do enough when we got in the red zone. I mean, you right. get in there twice, you come away with three points. That's not going to work at any point. You know, it was a 
It was a mistake on Tua's part, and it was a mistake across the offensive line. This, you know, the first time that we were down there. But the point of the matter is, is that the team was extremely prepared on both sides of the football. They looked extremely crisp. This isn't something that we've seen well, in, in if exhibition you consider games the, in years the, the past. defenders that were sitting down yesterday. I mean, you had our corner sitting down, you had right, our safety sitting down, right. and, and they sent them three and out on what the first three or four possessions. Like they didn't have a first down through a quarter and a half, I yeah. believe. The point of the matter is, is that even on the offensive side, you know, you're looking at our second tier of, you know, our second string wide receivers right. across the board, and we were moving the football. So, you know, with all that being said, they were very well prepared, which they always are on the floor, is, and that's what you want to see. In years past, we've seen exhibition games where we looked hideous from, from play <laughs> one to the final play of the game. You know, the second half – wasn't nearly as good. I mean, some of the runs that they had on our defense was, I mean, were just atrocious. I mean, they had these guys bottled up even at the end of the game. And uh, these guys broke loose for 30, 40, 50-yard runs. I mean, you know, that's, you know, a lot of guys that are that are that uh, that were on the field probably aren't going to be making the team. I mean, not, nothing, we didn't see anything out of the second half that impressed me. Did you? I mean, anywhere across the board. You know, maybe... Bowden, you know, he had a couple of nice plays, you know, catching the football. But past him, I just didn't see an awful lot. Yeah, and he needed to have a nice game because his camp so far has been pretty quiet. So it was good to see from him. Right. Um, But uh, I can't think of anything that stood out positive to me or or negative. You know, I mean, I, I expect the reserves to get beat. You know? Yeah, but they're getting beat, Mike, by the Bears reserves, and they're getting beat pretty handedly. So you do want to see a few guys rise out of that, right? Nobody on that defensive side did an awful lot in the second half, and you want to see at least a few guys rise to the occasion, and uh, nobody did. You know, that's the bottom line. You know, those are the negatives. The positives yesterday, um, special teams, Grant looked absolutely phenomenal. The talk about you know, the talk about people wanting him cut and this and that and all this other crap. The guy is dynamic in the return game. He showed what he's capable of doing. I mean, my God, there was a couple of uh, returns where, you know, he made cuts on a dime and, you know, just just created more yardage. I mean, you know, he made a 20-yard return into a 35-yard return. You know, he that flips the field. Right, absolutely. He's dynamic, and it's something that we – definitely need on the football team. He brings value. Um, you know, I can't say enough about his game. Um, Ahmed looked fantastic catching the football, running the football. Um, that's a nice thing to see because that's a position that we're not really that deep at. You know, right. you've got Gaskins. Well, he's got, he's got a little bit of giddy up to him. He's, he's fast. He does. And he, and he ran the ball well and Gaskin yep. ran the ball well. Malcolm Brown did not run the ball well. Um, you know, so you've got those are our three guys. Neither did Dokes, the uh, seventh round pick. Right. Well, he almost made a nice play. He was about an inch away, and I still don't know if his knee ever hit the ground. But that's neither here nor there. He did make a nice play on that one catch in the flat, where um, you know they said his knee was down, and he kind of twisted off the guy and ran for like thirty yards after that. But other than that, he didn't really do much. I didn't see an awful lot of him. Um, you know, being used, you know, he had what three carries late in the game for six yards. Uh, he's way down on the depth chart. So yeah, 
You know, it's it's it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, three carries made, for two yards. Oh, okay. I have on on my stats it shows three carries for six yards. All right, so we'll split the difference. Three carries for four yards. It's not good either way, Mike. Right? (laughs) Doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, he's down on the depth chart, you know. So maybe he becomes a practice squad guy. Probably, um, you know, because right now I can't see him. But look, there's 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 time. You know, there's next week's game. There's the game after. What's to say he doesn't come out and have a better effort? You know. Agreed. But who's he going to make the team over, Mike? You know. The three guys in front of him. I, I think he's battling with Malcolm Brown, don't you? I don't think so. I think Malcolm Brown's on the football team. Period. Uh, free agent signing. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have him on this football team once the season starts. Now, if he lasts the whole season, it is a right. whole different. Jordan didn't last what, but four games, maybe six games last year, and it could be a very similar situation, but. I, I don't see Malcolm Brown not making the team. I don't see Dokes making the football team ahead of any one of those three guys. I mean, Ahmed had a good showing yesterday, and Gaskins is very good. And uh, Those two guys are locks, in my yep. opinion. Yeah. I think Brown's pretty much a lock, too, Mike. I think Dokes is going to wind up being a practice squad guy. He's way down on the um, depth chart. I mean, unless something changes over the next two weeks, you know, drastically, I just don't see it happening. So, and you know what? He, you know, that may be fine. You know, you put him there and maybe he becomes a, uh, you know, a very, very solid football player, you know, due to injury, you know, they have to pull him off of there and whatnot. But um, right now, Ahmed, I think, solidified his position on this football team with his showing yesterday. Very good game. He averaged six, 6.7 yards a carry. And the catch down the sideline yep. was outstanding. Yep. I mean, just outstanding. You love to see that. You love to see a guy that can catch the football down the field like that. I mean, it was a great play. Absolutely great play. Loved it. One of our better plays of the day. I mean, our only touchdown of the day. Right? Yeah. So, um, the other positives. Um, well, Kasiki's performance has to be considered a positive. Right. Yeah, I you know I'll, I'll say it again. I expect a big season out of him. Um, contract year on top of it, it, everything, Mike. With him for this season is just lining up. Period. Yep. That's yep. it. Yep. Everything's in place. I and agree with you. This is the year. You know, he's got the contract motivation. Obviously, this is his last year. You know, being on the contract, and you know, I think he's now understanding the game a lot more. If the offensive line allows him to get down the field like he did, you know, I talked about this last week. He's a mismatch. There's not a linebacker that can cover him in the NFL. It's that simple. When you got him 20, 30 yards down the field, and you put the ball on the mark. He's going to make plays. Um, you know, he, he had a nice run after the catch. Uh, the other catch that he had in the game was outstanding. The guy was draped on him and, you know, to a, threw a nice pass and uh, he pulled it in. That was a nice thing to see as well. So I expect big, big things out of him this year. I do too. Um, what do you think of uh, Sheehan's game? Uh, well, I mean, he dropped the ball, you know, first series, you know, yep. to it through a great pass right on the dime and, and he drops the football. I mean, he did get opportunities yesterday, which means that, you know, they're they're expecting him to be part of the offense, but he's got to come up with those plays. I mean, 
you know, that's a big first down, you know, right off Jump Street. You don't want to go three and out. You want to move the chains. You want to continue to drive. You can't have drop passes like that. He's got to make that play. Um, you know, I felt, uh, you know, moving on to other guys, Brissett, I felt played extremely well. You know, he's very poised back there, wasn't affected by, you know, a strong pass rush. He stood there, broke tackles. Uh, created some plays down the field. He had the nice pass to Ahmed, like we talked about. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he looked very, very good yesterday. You know, he's going to be a very solid uh, backup for us. And he is a guy that can manage. You know, if Tua, you know, gets hurt or, you know, he he has a couple of bad games and they want to make a move to Brissett, we don't want to see that. But he, he's able to manage a football game, and he's able to make some plays. Um, you know, in the two-minute drill, he looked pretty good as well. So I was very happy with the way he played yesterday. I'd rather have him than an Andy Dalton or a, or a lot of other guys in the NFL. You know, Dalton, I don't see him being the starter after watching Fields yesterday. I think that's just a matter of time. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there was some really nice positives that came out of the game. You know, we talked about Needham and the way he played. Uh, he had some nice plays. That was that was good to see, right? Yes, absolutely, because you know how I felt about the uh, depth. I, I still think it's kind of weak, but we'll see. If Ig- if Igbenogany comes in and then really starts to develop and uh, show some consistency, then I'm going to feel a lot better about it. Right, absolutely. And and you know what, Needham... Well, you know, Needham is almost, you know, we know what Needham is. You know right. what I mean? He's not bad. He's not terrible. But there are times when he's going to get beat. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got so, it, got it, got right? it. Right? You yep. agree with that? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, listen, he got, he got scorched in Buffalo, right? I mean, yep. he did not look very good. But <laughs> when the quarterback is sitting there flat-footed for five, six seconds. No doubt. And these guys are 30, 40 yards down the field and the type of receivers that Buffalo has. I mean, you know, that's a tough task one way or another. I mean, you know, there was just no pressure. So I know, you know, we're watching the tail end of the play, but you got to take into consideration the play as a whole. And, uh you know, when a quarterback's just able to sit there and just wait for guys to go downfield, there's no there's no cornerback in the NFL that that's going to be able to cover receivers for that long down the field. It is what it is, you know. So he's a solid football player, and um, you know where we got him is such a plus. And um, going forward, he's going to be a plus. He's a, he's he's a good player to have on this football team. And he's going to make plays for us across the stretch of the season. He's in his third season now. And, you know, he has a better understanding of everything that's going on. And uh, his showing yesterday was great. You know, and that was against, you know, Chicago's uh, top receivers, I think. I don't know who they had in at the time, but regardless of the fact, he was there. So he made plays. Anybody else impress you on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, as a whole, I thought they played well. Um, you know, as a as a group in the first half. In the first half, oh, absolutely. Second half was just miserable. Um, even before the end of the second half, when you know Chicago went down and they, I believe they got a field goal before the half. Yeah, but that was one series. I wasn't overly upset about right, that. You but know? there wasn't a lot of time on the clock. You want to see right. them shut right. them down and call it a day going into the half. 
you know, you don't want to ever see them give up any points. I would have loved to have seen them go into the half shutting them down there. There wasn't a lot of time on the clock. But overall, I felt that the defense as a whole did a really good job. I mean, Wilkins had a nice bat down in the middle of the field. They just did a very good job, um, you know, as a group. And they, Mike, they were in position. Over and over again. You didn't see guys wide open. You didn't see, you know, until the second half, obviously. When, right, right. You know, that that uh, tight end caught that pass down the sideline, and we have defenders looking at each other like, was it you? Was it me? Who was it? You know, who screwed up here? You know, they, it was like, you know, it was like a comedy routine. The guy well, yeah. was wide open by 30 yards. There was nobody around them. It was, yeah, he kind of snuck out. He snuck out late, and I don't think anybody uh, was aware. Right. So, yeah, I, I think they were trying to figure out where he came from. Mm-hmm. So, well, they but, need to figure it out before the season starts. Because yeah, England, they will. They New will. England's got two tight ends that can kill us. Uh-huh. Two nice free agents <laughs> signed tight ends that, that can absolutely kill us on that. And don't think that Belichick's not looking at that and saying, you know what? Let's try it. You know, let's see what they do. You know, the starters do against this situation. Listen, it's a learning process. And, um, you know, hopefully they learn something from that, you know, because teams are going to look at that play and say, and it's, you know, it's, I've seen that play over the years on numerous occasions. Oh, of Usually course. they do it down inside the, you know, the, inside the uh, red zone. Uh huh. Actually, inside the five yard line, you see a lot of that where he comes from the tight end, comes from the other side, and he looks like he's blocking and he just slips out. This just happened to be a 40 yarder, which, you know, is is glaring. Uh But, um, you know, I I felt overall the coaching staff had the guys prepared in the first half. It was nice to see, you know, it was a good effort on both parts. I felt Tua, for the most part, played pretty well. Um, you know, he looked much better than he has. Um, you know, there were a couple plays, you know, the, I believe it was the second or maybe it was the, um, the, I think it was the second down play right before Sheehan dropped it where he could have stepped up and he kind of quit on the play. He threw a ball out of bounds where it looked like he had a lane to step up and throw the ball down the field. Other than that, and the interception, of course. I mean, the interception on the replay, I don't know if you watched it, Mike. I told you to, you know. I've um, watched it. And um, my goodness, he had the tight end open. I mean, for a good, you know, like inside the 10-yard line. Well, he, he said he threw it late. I mean, he, he threw flat, it way he flat late. Out, yeah, 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 he flat out said that. And if, yes. you look, if you look at the play from the angle that I saw, yeah, uh, you can see him look left. You can see him look right. And then he went back to the middle. Yeah. And I mean, he had him. He just didn't have the time to do that on that play. That's all. And, uh, you know, he'll learn from it. Yep. He had him off the line. I mean, man yep. to man. And when they – I don't know if you saw the angle when they showed the replay. Because Jason Taylor, harp, you know, talked – he didn't harp uh-huh. on it. He talked about it coming going into the second half that he was late on the throw. But the angle that they showed on the replay from behind him was perfect because you saw the tight end just break wide open. Uh And it looked like he was, I I couldn't tell, but it looked like he was looking right at him and then looked elsewhere and then went back to him. Yeah. Yeah. There's another angle. You can, you can see where he's looking. He did look left and then he, he just bypassed the middle and went to the right and then went back to the middle. And, uh, you know, I don't know if he glanced at the middle as he was starting to look to the right that I can't tell, but 
you know, he, he just, uh, like I said, he, you know, he took too long and he's, he's got to know in that situation, you know, he's got to throw it away. Yep. Throw it away or just pull it down and do and whatever run, you can right. with it, run, right. whatever the case may be. We can't, you know, let's, let's get all those mistakes out of our system, uh, you know, now, because but I'll tell you what, let, let me just say this, Lewis. I, I thought that Tua looked the most in control that we have seen him look. 110%. Yep. He was poised. He was efficient. He was very accurate. Take charge. Um, right. Yep, he yep. looked like a general out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to harp on an interception because that's going to happen. These these are growing pains, and I'm fine with that, you know? Yeah, we can't, we, we can't have them in that situation, though. I mean, that that's where my concern is, is that we've seen too much of this over and over again. Not so much from him, but Meaning what? All of our quarterbacks turning the ball over. Oh, and yeah. Being in the red zone, Mike, and they're not coming away with enough points because in the end, it always comes back to bite you in the ass. When we're down there, we have to be smart. With- we lost by a touchdown, though, but the, the point is run it in. Right. Or kick a field goal. You know, yeah. get something. Yeah. Uh, th- that is the most disheartening thing. When you get down there and you come away with no points, which we did on the one drive, and no points once again, I mean, or a field goal once on the first drive when we were down to the one-yard line and we had a second and goal, and then, of course, when we were in the red zone again. It's disheartening. You know, it changes the the game, you know, the momentum, the whole nine yards. So it's something that, no, we're not going to harp on it, but it's something that, we absolutely cannot have. And that goes across the board. Fumbling the football, you know, um, offensive holding plays, it's something that they have to eliminate because I don't see this team as being like an offensive juggernaut. So when we're down there, we've got to come away with positives. Well, we I really do. I, th- I honestly think of all our receivers were healthy and in the game, I think it's a different ball game. I honestly do. Yeah, we'll um, see. You, you know, know, I mean – Look, Waddle and Fuller, I think, give you some explosiveness. And, and Parker, you know, he's he's good at what he does. Uh-huh. Did Waddle play an awful lot yesterday? Because I really didn't see. I don't see. think so. I don't think he did. I know he had the one punt return, and, you know, he did a really good job on that, starting one way and going the other. But I don't remember a pass even being thrown his way yesterday. Nor do I. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm thinking back on it. And I didn't see a pass thrown his way. So maybe they don't want to show anybody what he's capable of doing in the preseason, right? Could you know? be, but, the, you know, he needs work. So you got to be careful with that. You know, but who knows how much he played in the scrimmages that they had. You know, they had two scrimmages as well. Right, exactly. And, and just, I want to make a correction because I said a few weeks ago that we would be in Atlanta, and obviously that's a home game. So the scrimmage will be here, you know, in, in uh, Miami. A couple of days of scrimmage and then yep. the game. Yep, yep. They're doing the same thing again this week, which is nice. You know, I like it. Yeah, so do I. I mean, the more work you get, the better you're going to be. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. The offensive line needs the work. Lord, they need the work. I mean, listen, I I know, you know, I don't know how they're, you know, how they're going to do things now because now we're down to three preseason games. But in years past when we had four preseason games, I believe it was what the third third game, game was your dress rehearsal yeah. where no the third game was where a lot of the, um, 
whatever you call it, you didn't see an awful lot of the starters. No, right? fourth game. That was the fourth, fourth game. game. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how they're going to attack this. I mean, usually the second game was when the starters went a little bit longer, right? Right. You know, the first game you saw them for maybe a series or so, and then game two of the preseason you saw them for pretty much the whole half, right? So with three games Quarter being to a half, played, depending on the player, right? Yeah. I, I think this week – you're going to see most of the starters play the whole first half. And then, of course, you know, the final game, I don't think you're going to see much of the starters at all. Um, they do have two weeks from the last game to the start of the season. Yep. So that may change their their strategy somewhat. I don't know. As far as playing as far a lot as, of the yeah, starters? Yeah, play, playing more starters later, you know, because you, do you want them sitting for three weeks, you know? so I don't know. I don't want them hurt. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Speaking of that, I don't think we had any injuries last night. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think we did, which is a positive. We had guys. I had to get that off my chest. Yes, you know, we won't talk about, uh, we won't mention that word at all, you know, unless it's necessary after the fact, right? Uh-huh. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I hate that word. The worst thing is, is that, you know, because it's the intangible. You know, when you look at a football season, it's the intangible. It's the thing that you just can't, you just don't know, right? You know what these guys are capable of doing, right? And you know what they should do. And then the season starts and then you lose a couple Boom, of key right. guys and it changes the whole the whole situation. We've seen it we year have in and seen year it. out. Yeah, we've seen it. <laughs> we had some good teams go down by injury. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, over the years, you know, between receivers and offensive lines and offensive linemen and then, you know, cornerbacks. I mean, God, the Pittsburgh game a couple of years ago, would we lose two or three in one game, Mm -hmm. including X-Man? You know, I mean, so, you know, that's the intangible. And, you know, I'd never like to even discuss it unless we absolutely have to after the fact. But you know, with all that being said, you're absolutely right. We did have guys banged up going into the game. I think Wilson, uh, Eichenberg, who you mentioned earlier, was banged right. up. Um, and there were a few others that they just decided not to play, which is fine. You know, I mean, Eichenberg, you want to see him get the work and you want to see what he's capable of doing because he was number one on the chart up to this most recent. I think he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. 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 So you you definitely want to see him get the work, especially with the way Kenley played yesterday. I mean, you know, I don't know if we want to see Kenley again. Uh, I wish I knew what was up with him because, you know, he's a guy you would just love to uh, put it together. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole offensive line, you know, you want to see Dieter, you know, by the way, Dieter did a decent job of snapping yesterday. And um, I don't know what he, you know, how he did blocking wise to me, collectively, they weren't very good. I saw pocket breakdowns quite a bit, but, you know, they were able to move the football in the first half. And, um, you know, that's the positive that comes out of it. You know, it wasn't, you know, just an absolute you know, situation where they were just getting destroyed on every passing play. I mean, Tua was able to complete some passes. He was able to get the ball downfield at times. And, you know, that's the positive that comes from it. The run game was a whole different story. Yep. Certainly was. Well, you know what? 
Lewis, for the first preseason game, I wasn't disappointed. I really wasn't. Uh, you know, I thought they got some good work in. I, I, I thought watching Tua take command of the offense was very, very refreshing to see. Um, I'm not concerned about the interception at the end of the, you know, uh, at the end of his day. Uh, you know, it to me, that's, like I said, growing pains. As we get the team together and he gets, you know, some of the better receivers out there, hopefully he'll have bigger windows to throw into and uh, uh, some of those mistakes will be eliminated for that reason alone. So, right. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at the question marks going into the season, right? And obviously, two is at the top of the list. He's a quarterback. Right. He didn't play well at the end of last year. Uh, you give him a check. You know, he did very, very well. He looks like a much better quarterback. I mean, it's only a, you know, a half of a preseason game, but all the things you mentioned in regard to the positive things were, were right on. Um, so it, you're happy about that, right? The other question marks were, of course, the corner position, right? And right. That you give them a check, right? They right. played pretty well, um, even without our two starters out there. Uh, the guys did a very, very good job, okay? Uh, the offensive line is the concern. It, it was the concern. It still is. They did not have a very good showing. And, um, you know, we've, we've said it a million times before. We felt that that was going to be our weakest. Our Achilles six, heel. Yep. Our Achilles heel. And, um, you know, these guys have to step up. Um, they're going to have to um, because, you know, I know you talked about trading for a tackle, Mike, but, you know, once we do, I mean, is a tackle really going to come here and start over Davis or Jackson? And Probably, if they, totally not, because you don't see them going out and getting a quality tackle. People are not giving those up. Exactly. So these are our starters, right? And we're going to have to live with it. Uh, if they do make a trade, I think it's going to be simply for a little for bit depth. of depth in yep. case one of these guys gets hurt. Yep. Um, if we wind up trading for a guy or picking up a guy that got waived and he winds up starting for us, that's not a positive thing because exactly. that means Jackson is failing or Jesse Davis is failing. And um, we can't have it. You know, it's that simple. So, you know, the guys that are here are going to have to step up. Uh, they're going to have to understand that, um, you know, they're, they, they got to do their job. It's just that simple. And, you know, as far as the depth is concerned across that offensive line, there's some competition there. But, um, you know, Kinley and Skur and guys like that, I mean, you know, if they want those starting jobs, they've got to play better. You know, then what they played well last night, by the way. Yeah, that's good. That's that's good to, you know, I, I mean, at some point, Mike, you know, I mean, we're going to see how that all unfolds at that center position. I mean, I'm extremely surprised that Dieter's got that number one job over him right now. My thinking is, is when it's all said and done, that score is still, score is still may be the starter. But well, one again, of them is we'll going to start, you know, we'll see yeah. who wins it. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Just because you're starting doesn't mean you're going to stay starting, you know. Agreed. So we'll see. But uh, yep. all right. So, you know, I mean, look, it's a preseason game. I, I'm not getting overly emotional about a preseason game. The guys got work. They made some mistakes. They did some things good. They'll learn from what they uh, didn't do well, and they'll come back next week. That's right. Looking so, forward to it. When do we play this week? Friday or Saturday? I believe it's Saturday. Why do you ask me these questions? Pull up I, the schedule. I don't have the schedule in front of me. These preseason games drive me nuts. We used to play on Thursdays and Fridays, and now we're playing on Saturday. Actually, afternoons. it's it's Sunday at 7 o'clock. <laughs> 
at night. Yep. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. So next Sunday night at 7 o'clock, yep. we're on national TV, I'm assuming, or something. I mean, that sounds like a— I don't think that's a national game. I thought the last game is, but I could be mistaken. I'm not positive. It's so weird, isn't it? I mean, it's just a weird time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, very, very. Usually, like you said, it's Thursday or Friday night, one of the two. Or, right. Or, or maybe Saturday, but not not what we're seeing here. Not you on know, a afternoon Sunday. Afternoon games and Sunday night at 7, you know, I don't know. Crazy. Crazy. So, but whatever. I mean, you know, you, you schedule yeah. us, we'll go play it. Yeah. Why well, you got to wait all the way until next Sunday to watch them again? Well, that's, that's okay. It'll give us an extra day to talk about the center position. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, Lewis, we'll be back next week. Uh, Everybody that's listening, we appreciate it. And uh, until next week, fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. 